Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Mason Dixon, joined once again by Corey, the Bayou Benders, and this is Habs Nightly, your pub for Habs content. Alright guys, we are back for another episode of Habs Nightly. I'd like to say I know which episode this is, but I lost track a long fucking time ago. Corey, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. I can actually look up what episode it is. Are you trying to figure out like what episode by season or how many episodes in I we actually I don't have? No, I don't know either, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm totally out of the loop. They do kind of like mash themselves together after a while. But uh, I'm doing um, good. Yes. That's great to hear. You're um, <laughs> coming to the end of your vacation. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. Unfor- yeah, unfortunately, we'll both be back to work <laughs> tomorrow, Monday. But um, a great weekend of hockey. The IIHF World Championships finished today with Finland beating Canada in the most bullshit officiated game I've ever seen in my entire life. The Finns win a shallow victory from a totally non-biased perspective here. And Joel Armia just has to fucking find multiple ways to bury me with his horrible play. For the Montreal Canadiens, 
and then his suddenly phenomenal play at the world champions for Finland. So, so do you want to just get straight into that? Oh, we can, or we can shoot the shit some more. What, what, what do you want to do? Let's say, let's wait a second. Okay. Cause I'm excited to talk about that. I didn't get to watch any of it, but, uh, so we have 184 episodes. Will you do? I don't really remember which episode I came in on, but we have 184 episodes. Um, and we're on, on season three, we are on episode, this will be episode 62. So that's that's a lot. (laughs) Oh my God. How many hours, how many days I'm trying to think it's been an incredible journey to say the least. Absolutely. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I'm just looking through all. I'm looking through this entire archive. It's unreal. Um, Is that 184 on Spotify though? Where the because I don't know if our first episodes are on Spotify. No, this is this is just Habs nightly. So this isn't this isn't uh, any of the guys before us. Um, it's kind of no. Weird. I'm saying I used to upload um, the episodes to Pinecast. Hmm. Do you remember when we did that? Yeah, I do remember that. Maybe maybe there is more. I, I'm going to have to check. I'm going to go to the first episode. Personally, I hope they're lost to history. <laughs> Me sitting by myself on the computer. for If we have any listeners from those days still listening, like congr- I don't know how you got through my early days as a podcaster because I – I suck now and I was fucking brutal then. So <laughs> really appreciate the support if you've been around for that long. Cause talking to myself without Corey here, that, that was a that was a rough I remember time you would just scream about referees and that was the entire episode. <laughs> that was that's what got me the views, man. Got me the listens. Oh, absolutely. I know um, Isha clipped me a bunch when he was in the in the uh, THPN promotional uh-huh. stuff. <laughs> I would just lose my mind at the officials. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, so um just kind of chilling, right? Uh, we have gone a long way though from where we started. Um, dude, I got on my Netflix the other day, and uh 1917 is not on the US Netflix. Absolute shame. It sucks, dude. We have Dunkirk, which is cool, but I've seen it multiple times. And I was just really, after talking, I was like, man, I really want to rewatch 1917. It's not there. So that- Dunkirk is one of those things that I'm so happy they made a movie about it because it raises more awareness mm-hmm. to, you know, historical events that otherwise people wouldn't know. But I also get kind of pissed because it's like, one of those stories that I knew before the movie was made that I thought was interesting to talk about and people go, oh, that's really cool. And then they made a movie about it. So mm-hmm. now if I bring it up, someone's like, yeah, man, I've seen that movie too. <laughs> oh, I'm like, shit. no, man, like there's a lot more that went into it, but <laughs> no, I love that we have all these historical movies coming out. They're great to watch. Um, speaking of things to watch, have you watched Obi-Wan yet? Oh, it's fantastic. I blew through those first two episodes. Like, Did they release both of them at once? Yes. I, like, I watched them today. Yeah, it's like a promotional yeah. thing. It's like, uh, fuck. 
I, I know like Amazon does that too. Like, um, cause I thought it was only a six part series. And if I'm already almost, it's a li- yeah, it's a limit. Apparently, you know, air quotes, it's a limited run series. Um, if I only get four more episodes of that, I'm going to be pissed because I haven't gotten a single lightsaber battle yet. Very true. Um, I like it though. I like that. It's, uh, I don't know. I think this is going to be a, a great story. I love uh, that he's that he's dealing with young Leia. <laughs> I think it's. I'm great. not gonna lie. I hate young Leia. Do you really? Oh, she's, she's so. Dude, she's just. I hate when they make children. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just mean like children that like they've scripted to act like teenagers mm-hmm. bother me a 10 year old a 10 no 10 year old speaks like that and like at the same time like she's supposed to be so intelligent for her age but then she does the the, the dumbest, dumbest shit. shit i don't know like right like you i don't want to spoil it for people but you know exactly what i'm talking about Corey. like no, yeah, uh, I I don't know, dude. I I kind of feel a, a different way about it. I feel like Leia was such a pompous dickhead from from when since we've known her. I can't imagine the younger version of her to be any different. <laughs> so I, I just think it fits well. Um, I didn't. Yeah, I guess I didn't really find her that pompous, though. I found her more just frustrating. Maybe that's just me, though. Mm. Yeah, it could, it could, I think I think people are going to receive it the you know different ways, but uh, I love it so far. Um, I like that the the inquisitors are, are getting brought in. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously that's the timeline and shit like that. But I, I guess we'll throw we'll throw a spoiler warning here for people who want to listen. Skip a skip a little bit ahead, <laughs> and I'll give you like three second pause here to do so. But what the fuck? So if you're still here, you've either seen it or you don't care. Corey, what the fuck was going on with the Inquisitor getting murdered? Because I know damn well he's not. He didn't like in in the timeline. He's not dead. Yeah, pretty confused about that too. The Grand Inquisitor was supposed to get killed at the end of season one of Rebels. So like that that's canon too. That's Disney. They made that. So I'm so confused. Ah. Dude, it's got to be some type of ruse, I guess. I, I like really don't he, know. I, he like he looked pretty fucking dead to me. He yeah. Um, dude, I'm, I don't know what to say. That is that is my. I'm glad you brought it up because I completely forgot about it. That is like the biggest flaw that I'm sure that we're all getting played because that's what Disney likes to do is let us rant oh, on sure Twitter. The, and then I'm they're sure like, the Star Wars nerds have already you figured it out. fucking fools, you know, like that's a, clone yeah. or that's a, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. I, when I saw that though, I laughed so hard. I'm like, so I guess rebels is just not canon anymore. <laughs> like, I, I was so, I was like, I genuinely, I rewinded it. I was like, what? And how 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 is that man getting snuck up on like uh-huh. the most badass of all the? It just like I don't know. It confused me. 
I thought we were about to see Obi Wan kill the the what's her name the third sister. Yeah, and some Reba, like epic whatever. like. Yeah, whatever her name is. Um, I but, do like that they're bringing in. I mean, obvious. You know, they're rebel rebel. They're from the Rebel series, but I do love like uh, the fifth brother. I think I think it was number five, but I, I do love that I'm seeing characters from Rebels. It, it, it's really cool to see like a live action version of am them I, being played. Am I on crack or is the fifth brother being played by Benedict Cumberbatch? No, I thought he was an Asian guy. Or sorry, Benedict Benedict Wong, not Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, so. yeah, I think that's I think that's right. I'm gonna actually look that up for you real quick. They're both in Doctor Strange. That's why. I... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He plays well. If you've seen, uh, if you've seen the 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 last fucking, uh, come on, Corey, the last Spider Man movie. He, I guess, he is, you know, the Sorcerer Supreme because. Doctor Strange got fucking snapped into non-existence. Um, but yeah, I think that is him. I'm like, like fucking looking that, it up right now. Is that him? Because I haven't, I haven't heard anything about it. But I saw him, and I was like, Jesus Christ, that's Benedict Wong. I, I, I don't like, but at the same time, my head in my brain, I'm thinking like we would have all heard about it if he was. It just caught me very off guard that he'd be playing a Star Wars movie as some weird alien. But mm. I mean, I guess <laughs> Disney's got money to spend. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, and then also, it's these people already signed under contract with, uh, you know, with other movies. No, the fifth brother is Sung Kang, uh, which is your boy who played. Actually, it makes sense now. It's what's his name from Tokyo Drift? The fucking um, the one who gets killed. Oh, um, I don't remember his fucking me. name. I should know this. I like the fact. I I mean Han. Tokyo Drift. Han. Han, yeah. yeah so it's Han so that's actually pretty fucking badass I love that it's him uh, I, there's there's a couple of films that he's in uh, that why does he look so much like Benedict Wong he does look like Wong show that. Jesus. <laughs> he does look like Wong but uh, but yeah like I was saying though like I love that like some of these characters that were in Rebels which I, I never gave at the time of day when it first came out I was like I don't want to watch this shit it's actually really fucking good um, I'm just happy to see did, them. Am I mistaken in saying like? Am I mistaken in saying I kind of converted you to that, or was that what? I remember we were having a conversation about. Yes, and you were telling me how stupid you thought it was. Mm, I I, fought, I watched Rebels. I watched Rebels. Uh, like in 2019, like right when. COVID was starting um, is when I started. So was when I finally came. I know, I know exactly. Because so many people, like even my first impression of it, you're like, this is horrible. And honestly, and you get past the. If I if I can say anything, I think for me it was, it 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 was just bad timing for it. They just told us that everything in the books were not canon unless Disney wanted it to be. Yeah, and then they so gave annoying. us this show that was supposed to fix some of it, um, which 
also put a lot of you know a bad taste in people's mouth and then the the i want to say for me it was the animation that kind of drove me off at first because it was bad it was bad the first season it was horrible it reminded me of like the clone wars like really bricky claymation looking but awful yeah Yeah. but bad clone wars yeah Mm. no it was brutal but yeah so i'm excited for a show though yeah yeah i'm excited to see where obi-wan goes you and mcgregor may be one of the best actors that's actually been in the star wars cinematic universe like Mm -hmm. realistically even in the original trilogy the only one of them that could actually act was harrison ford (laughs) like like star wars has not made money off of having great actors actors have made money off of appearing in star wars and Mm -hmm. Like I like if you really think like Liam Neeson and Samuel Jackson may be the biggest actors that have, but they're not remembered for it. You know what I mean? Like kind of. So I think Ewan McGregor, like I, I, Ewan McGregor is amazing, and I think he he plays that role perfectly. So I, I'm really excited to see the rest of of where that show goes. But uh, moving on to hockey, can we finally talk about uh, our the traitorous Joel Armia? Yeah, yeah, let's get to it. I, I've got <laughs> that son of a bitch, man. Does nothing all year only for him to fucking score the go-ahead goal against Canada. Are you fucking kidding me, Joel Armia? Like, I, I was screaming at him on my couch, Corey. I could not believe it. Um, <laughs> He's had a phenomenal tournament for Finland, like just unbelievable. And, you know, to look some, spin some kind of bright side to it, I wonder, and I would like to get your opinion on this. Do you think it's possible that he may have played well enough that we might be able to unload his contract (laughs) this year in the summer? Yeah, that's actually where I was going with it because I figured you would just go on a, a fucking rant about your disappointment in them. And I was like, okay, well, maybe we can benefit off of this, that someone saw this, someone is going to think either, you know, this is what we're looking for, or this guy's finally found himself um, and it can get moved for a decent, I mean, fuck dude. I wouldn't be surprised if you can get a first round, like a late, a late first round out of them. Just, Based on what happened this this season, um, I think someone's will will be willing to take him, and it's mainly just because of this this tournament play. Um, and if no one does, you know, bite on him, or we're not we no one bid enough for us to commit to it, maybe he did find a little bit of his game, and he can bring it forth with this new system we got. But um, I'm thinking he's going to get moved. I'm thinking that. You know, the people that did see that and saw how he played, you know, it it almost comes off like uh, like Sherratt, you know, like Sherratt was just er, dog shit for two years. Then he he starts to have a great a great season and we're like, oh, my God, like they're saying he could be rumored for a first a first round pick. Uh, Someone's going to bite on him. He gets bit. He moves on. It's awesome. He he does pretty good over there, too. Um, 
But I think this is like the worst case scenario for us with Yoel Armia. If he has no place in the Habs organization uh, moving forward, then his play in the world's just helped this franchise so much more. Yeah, and you you hope that there's a GM out there that is foolish enough to look at this and think, hey, you know, he can still play. You know, and not like Yoel Armia, and I hope that he is able to play better and benefit the Habs next year, but that contract right now is a whale. It really is. It's a big mm-hmm. myth, and it could – Cost him and Mike Hoffman and Byron, Byron, who I I do think Byron's earned his contract. And I think what he does with his leadership role and on the penalty kill, I think he he's earned it. But of the of the three, but I don't think having you know I think a contract that Hoffman's or Mia's could cost us Jake Evans in the future, mm-hmm. and you know that's concerning, right? So I, I do hope that this gives us some flexibility. Um, in the off season, um, moving forward to the off season. Well, before um, before we go, he's what? Is, what does he have? Uh, does he still have a four year? No, no, no. Yeah, he's still got. Well, he's got three years left at uh, what? Three point four. Three point four million. Yeah. Not the highest, but definitely something we need to. <laughs> it's high for a, a guy that does what he's been doing. Yes. Right. And yes. I think I think it's definitely a good contract for what he did when he produced well, but mm-hmm. for him to produce the way he is now, it's definitely a little bit painful. Um looking past that though, to the offseason, Montreal still uncertain about Carey Price's future. Um, that could mean that 10.5 million is off the books. Shea Weber's contract likely to be moved in the summer. Petrie could be out. A lot of Habs fans look at this and say, look, we're about to have a lot of cap space. My question to you, if you're the Montreal Canadiens, now you have two players, two high-profile players named Chris Letang and Claude Giroux. There's also Patrice Bergeron, although I think he's going to be a Boston Bruin. And I think he's probably going to retire if he is not. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also some other big names out there this offseason. Malkin is another one. My question to you, do you think not whether we both voiced our, our, our thought process that we wouldn't want to sign someone big name, but there have been rumors circling and I wonder, so I'm going to phrase the question a little differently. Do you think that Habs will be signing a free agent? you know, like a bigger name free agent, a 4 million plus guy in the off season. Uh, I wasn't have to be a superstar. Yeah. Like, well, like, I'm going yeah. to just say, I don't, I, I will not be surprised if we do, we got with the new management, they're going to want to bring in guys that probably were in their scheme at one point or people that they've been want, they had their eyes on for a while I think they're going to shake up a lot of things, and um, I don't see why we don't go after like a Claude Giroux. You know, um, it honestly to them, it's going to be like okay, once they, well, I guess they already have who they want to stay on the team. Whether or not someone makes a move and pays well enough for them to, you know, do something like that, but someone big is going to come to this team. I don't. 
I don't want to narrow down who, but someone, someone pretty big is going to make it. Um, I just hope it's not some of these higher numbered ones like fucking like Claude Giroux's eight two. You know, like I know that's what he's at right now, but I don't see him asking for less or expecting less. Whoever's coming here is going to be getting either a nice a nice cut of it or um, it's, I, I just don't really see a team friendly deal to get brought into an organization that's rebuilding. No, I agree. Um, to the extent that I, I'll say this, I don't think the Habs will sign anyone big unless it's a phenomenal deal or it's a no brainer. It's a young guy, like 20, you know, first year of UFA eligibility or something mm-hmm. or some big KHL guy wants to come over. Okay. Okay. So forward D, that's the way I see it. However, I don't know the goalie market this year, to be honest. As a Habs fan, I've never really taken an interest in the UFA goalie market for obvious reasons. But (laughs) Terry Price announces his retirement. I do think it's possible the Habs go in on a goalie this year. I don't think it's likely, but I think it's a possibility. Do I think they should? Absolutely not. I think Jake Allen is a starter in this league. Is he a elite good or even? No. I think he's he can be a starter. I think he's capable of being a starter. I think he would be pretty an average starter in the NHL. And plus, the way Caden Primo is playing, I don't think they need it. I think he... They just might need it like basically Jake Allen. Like they need another they guy that can be inserted into it. Um, but I mean, I, I still don't have a problem. They may need a backup. Yeah. I still don't have a problem with uh, what's his name? Um, I know You're he's. Montembeau. Yeah. Montembeau. Uh, I thought he played pretty well for what, what he could do. Um, I but- just like in my, in my head, I just feel like if they're, and I don't know the market. So like this could be a really stupid statement to make. I'm if looking at it right now. Them. There's some there's some pretty nice names out there. Who's out there? Okay, so I'm going to go – I guess, yeah, okay. So this is based on, I guess, top to bottom, right? Because I'm looking at these fucking salaries. So you got Marc-Andre Fleury. You got uh, Miko Koskinen, Darcy Kemper, Grease uh, – Grice, sorry. Uh, Halak, but I think Halak's done. Uh, Braden Holpe, which I wouldn't be surprised if he hangs them up. Jack Campbell, uh, David Riddick, Casey DeSmith. Um, Jack Campbell, really? Yeah, Jack Campbell. I thought, he, I thought he secured the bag. I thought he got an extension. I'm going to check right now, but they have him listed uh, as a UFA. I would think, honestly, that they would have – it would be updated because this, this is a pretty current one. Uh I don't see I don't see a update as far as them uh, signing him. So someone like Jack Campbell is just sitting out there waiting for someone to take a bite. No, you're right. They have not signed Campbell to an extension. So in worst case scenario, wow, the if, Leafs have to sign him. <laughs> they'd be dumb not to. Um, but yeah, like I was saying though, I don't even if we were to come to terms with that and we had to make a move, there's, there's some quality out there right now. Uh, and I mean, look, dude, Casey DeSmith, I understand this is what 
He's 26 years old. He's probably going to be looking for a payday, but he was only getting one, two, five. You know, you could probably sign him for like three mil. Uh, and I think he was a pretty decent goalie with Pittsburgh, um, but they really fell into that structure of, of the goalie tandem. So he's probably not looking for a massive ticket because he never got the, I guess, the chance to really play, you know, as a number one and being stuck with it. So Pittsburgh I think there's some smaller so, guys. Pittsburgh has been so phenomenally blessed at the goaltender position. Yeah, you had not, you're not lying. <laughs> they went from Flurry to Murray to DeSmith to Jari. Mm-hmm. Like they just and they run and, through them. They run. They run through them though. They do. They run through them, but they've they've been blessed at the goalie position. Um. Yeah, I don't think it's very likely the Habs will sign a goalie. I'd like to reiterate that. I think they're comfortable with Allen and Montembeau. But I do think, like, I wouldn't be totally shocked either if they did. But mm-hmm. um, there's some stuff out there for them, though. So th- there, is, there is that for them. So if need yeah, be. Before... Go ahead. No, no, no. I was saying if need be, there is there are some very um, – very talented guys that are that, that didn't that wouldn't be a, a big chunk of change to bring in. Fair enough. Um, before we move on, we're gonna have to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. This fucking kills the battery on my phone. Unfortunately, the laptop is still <laughs> in repair. Um, I, we we do have a quick word from our friends at DraftKings. Oh, great, dude! Great job! Great job! Yes, we do. Uh, Hockey fans, the pursuit of the Stanley Cup is on, and the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's win or lose. If you're looking to turn a a small bet into big big payday during playoffs, Jesus, I'm Fucking dying with DraftKings, same game parlays. You can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So, y'all remember download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. It's a minimum age and eligibility restrictions always apply. See the show notes for details. Dude, ain't no recovering from that one. That one was horrible, man. Uh, I got cotton mouth so bad during that, but – before we wrap up and get out of here um oh i remember so when we when you were on star wars and you were saying how upset you'd be if it was only a six episode series and you've already been given two right off the bat it made me think i don't know if you've watched shorzy yet but it's one of the best hockey shows hockey cinema ever produced it's not the best, you know, we're not going to fucking, we're not going to have all the fans of Slapshot and shit come after us, but it is 
it is up there in the ranks and it is so bullshit that this new modern way of giving us barely any television and calling it a season, nothing less than 10 episodes should be qualified as a season. And the fact that Shorzy was only, was only six episodes is bullshit because there's probably so much more that they took out of the show that we don't get to see to fit Canadians six episode guidelines. I have no what streaming platforms that on. Oh, uh, it's on Hulu and Crave. Yeah, yeah. I think that's something yeah. y'all have. Yeah, no. Uh listen, I spend too much money on Netflix and Disney Plus alone. Mm-hmm. We'll I get just, the Disney Plus I, I can't be asked. I can't be asked. There's so many streaming services now. I know it's it's gross. It really is. But dude, when I tell you you need to find a friend that you can that'll let you watch it. It's so fucking hilarious. Fiona has Crave. Well, it's on. It's it's a it's a Crave original as well, I believe. Um, or it's a Hulu original that's on Crave. I I don't know how it works. I'm just saying that I miss the early '90s, 2000 era where a season was like 20 20 something episodes long, and now you give us this gold mine of content. And it's like six to eight episodes. That's all we're that's all we're willing to give you. I think it's absolute bullshit. But I know your phone's dying. Uh, thank you all so much, folks. Bearing bearing with us with Mason's audio until until we get uh, his laptop back and his phone dying quick. This is a bit of a quick episode, but uh, I don't have anything else to say. So Mason, if you want to take us out of here, oh, oh uh, who you got, Avs? Avs or Oilers? <clears throat> uh, you mean the battle between McDavid and Makar? Yeah. We'll go into Not, further detail next episode, but who you got? Uh, look, like, there's a team that should win. The Avs should win. But Calgary should have won, too. And the only way the Avs lose is if they do what Calgary did, and that's divulge into a shootout. <laughs> You're not going to outscore McDavid and Dreisaitl right now. Mm-hmm. And McKinnon, it's being hyped up as the battle of McKinnon versus McDavid. Who We all know who wins that battle. And honestly, they've said it's the battle between McKinnon, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Rantanen. We know who wins between Dreisaitl and Rantanen. So, the Avs cannot get into a shootout with them. They need to continue to play their game, and Kemper needs to look a hell of a lot better, but I've still got the Avs. Me too. Also, uh, Kemper's also – they need to sign Kemper in the offseason. So, another uh, really guy well. out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for stopping by listening. We really appreciate all the support you guys give to us uh, consistently. Um, you know where to find us on social media at Habs Nightly, at Bayou Benders on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Um, and yeah, once again, thank you guys for listening. And that'll be it for today. We look forward to speaking to you guys on Thursday. Take care and uh, can't wait to talk to you guys again. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.